0: If you're looking to pay off one credit card balance using another card, this generally isn't possible. Banks don't allow you to pay your credit card balance off using another credit card. Typically payments via check. There's Okay. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to come back because there's something that you can do that is this in theory, but I think it's not actually like a credit card. It's like a debt. Yeah. You know, you can do it. You could also rob a bank. You can do it. Good luck champ. Give me an NDA. I didn't say anything.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, the Sunday Salsa, your grandmother's favorite podcast. It's Vinny, it's Phil. Phil, I cannot see you right now, but I can see you guys watching this. You look lovely today. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 133. There he is. There's my guy.
0: Yeah, I got you. I got you.
1: How you doing, Phil? How you feeling today?
0: Pretty good, you know. Had a nice night out on the town last night. Gonna hit the town again tonight. Oh, this guy just loves going out to the town, huh? Just on some bender type shit. Not really, but...
1: How's how's the stomach been feeling? Stomach's been feeling good? Pretty good. Yeah, I know before the last episode, you know, you had a little bit of a, of a stomach issue. Today, I almost died on the toilet. Straight <laughs> up, almost fucking passed away on the bowl, you oh, my You almost saw God? Rough. Dude, I haven't had a stomach ache so bad since my appendix needed to be removed. Mm. Just for context, it was... One of those shits where you're sitting on the bowl and you're sweating and you just get completely naked because you're like, (laughs) fuck it. I don't need the extra baggage right now. I just got to be free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I got my fucking feet perched up on my fucking bathtub, right? Going full squatty potty action. Just praying to the Lord Almighty saying, God, don't let me die on this porcelain throne right now. Please don't let me die on this throne. And, you know, 20, 30 minutes went by and I felt way better. But I really thought this... This was the end for me, man. Do
0: you think squatty potties are, like, that good?
1: It 100% works, yeah.
0: <laughs> for
1: those who don't know, there's a device where, like, you put your legs up, and they're elevated, and it gives you a perfect through line for you to take a shit right into the toilet. In my case, I have a, a bathtub right in front of my toilet, so I can just put my feet up there. That's good. And get the squatty potty, you know, built into the bathroom, and it always feels lovely.
0: I feel like your dad, who was the contractor for all of this... Had that in mind when he made it.
1: He's a genius. He's a fucking genius. There's, there's, there's no stone else to
0: say. under what, what the fuck
1: unturned. He left no
0: stone unturned. Yeah. See, I'm frazzled. There you go.
1: See, I told you, I'm the phrase guy. I got you with the phrases. When was the last time you really just was preying
0: on the bull, huh? I mean, probably recently. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I
1: I feel like the older I get, the the more frequent it happens. Just taking these
0: horrible duties. You want to know something? really scary drop it some people pass out on the bowl yeah that would suck because they have a vasovagal reaction Mm. i think we talked about this the vasovagal nerve it's a specific nerve in your body that when it's triggered in like fight or flight responses you just fucking pass out
1: Yeah, I, I gotta say, I definitely have some tummy aches, but I've never passed out on the bowl, which is something that I hope I never have to experience. It just sounds really rough. If you're someone that passes out when you go number two, I'm sorry. I hope I hope things do indeed get better because that's rough, dude.
0: That's very rough. Yeah, no, like this is an actual problem. Pain, nausea, fear, and straining for a bowel movement are common causes of vasovagal syncope. Oh, uh, the
1: problem. It just sounds like a very problematic situation. Vasel, vagal? Is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> like bagel, but bagel.
0: Yeah. Sheesh. When I w- used to go to Florida a lot, my parents had like a condo and there was a specific bagel place. And I don't know why New York bagel places don't have this. Maybe they were from New York because this place, I would get the chocolate chip bagel. I know that sounds weird, mm. but a chocolate chip bagel goes so fucking hard, or at least it did when I was a kid. Chocolate chip anything goes fucking hard, dude. Something about the chocolate chip bagel though. Chocolate chip ice cream, chocolate chip ice. When's the last time you went to Ralph's Italian ices? That's what I want to know. Bro, I mean the second March rolls around and they open up their little window, I'm there. It is time. <laughs> yeah. Uh the last time I had get it was the probably watery
1: like- ice, or do you get the other type? Cream.
0: I actually get ice cream. Oh, yeah. Because they have water ice, they have cream ice, and they have ice cream.
1: Mm, so you just go full on ice cream. That That's an interesting choice at Ralph's, I feel
0: no, like. No, no, no. Trust me. It's just, their ice cream is next level. I got to try it. Maybe I'll go tonight. I don't think other people know what Ralph's is, though. A lot of people don't. I took k Dog for the first
1: time to Ralph's, I want to say, last month, and she fucking loved it. And we definitely have to go back. We got the water ice last time we were there. This time, we got to get the cream ice. And maybe I'll take your word up on the ice cream side of things. Are
0: they nationwide? No shot, right? They're just... I don't think so. They're just I in New York. just East Coast. Yeah. N-
1: Northeast.
0: Like, are you going to find a Ralph's in Jersey?
1: Maybe. I wonder how many Ralph's locations there actually are. This is something that I gotta look up. How many Ralph's Italian ices are there? Imagine there's like 10,000. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Every state there's has them. There's 71 one. in New York. There's 12
0: in Jersey, and there's one in Connecticut. Wow. yeah, look That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Anyway, Ralph's is a famous Italian ice and ice cream place. It's just, if you grow up in New York, specifically Long Island, it's Mm -hmm. Did you hear I said that too, Long Island? You're getting more and more Guido, and I fucking love it. Long Island. Speaking of which, I've been
1: watching Jersey Shore from the very beginning. Oh my goodness. It is fucking excellent. We're almost done with season one, going to season two, when the gang goes down to Miami. And I gotta tell you, I'm re-hooked all over again, and watching this show... When I was in high school yeah it's hype and you're like oh it's the Jersey Shore fist pumping all night long it's a different perspective when you watch this show as an actual adult and you've been out and you've been at bars and clubs yeah. and you've had drinks I mean it's a completely different experience also you realize just how how crazy these these people were man they were wild
0: I still don't think I have like the full lore of Jersey Shore I remember being a kid slightly too young to like I would always watch with my older sister and, like, her friends. But, like, I, I don't know the, the rise and fall, the arcs of the characters. I
1: I would say it's a very simple premise. You got four guidos, four guidettes. You put them in a house together all at the, down at the shore. They work at a T-shirt shop. And then the show blew up and, uh... Then they didn't need to work at the t-shirt shop anymore, What a huh?
0: fucking dumb premise for
1: a show. <laughs> I have no idea, like, when it was being pitched, I guess it was just during a time where, like, guidos were just super popular, like, you know, gelled up hair, tan body, the tight affliction, and Ed Hardy shirts were just all the rage, and they were like, let's make a fucking show out of this. And it was,
0: it was OP. I mean, this may sound stupid, but, I don't think it's that stupid. The Jersey Shore like characters, like Guido's, right? That's a very East Coast. That you're not going to find these guys on the West Coast. Am I? Am I right?
1: I mean, that's an interesting question. Like, are there a lot of? Guido's in like LA and Cali. I feel like there has to be. I mean, you you got to look in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area. I feel like that's the the hot spot. It's where where they go to Ralph's Italian Ices. You're right. Wherever there's a Ralph's, there are Guido's. And you won't find it any other way.
0: It, It has to do with, I'm pretty sure, like going back years, that is like the hot spot of where people settled. You know? Been around for generations, Ellis Island, isn't that that New York? It's New York, baby. Yeah, and second of all, there's no good fucking Italian food in the West Coast. No shot. I'll tell you right now, if you're ever walking through like a
1: Walmart in Texas and you see a bunch of Guido's fist pumping, you gotta run the other way, (laughs) right? Because there's
0: about to be some trouble. Why are they in Texas? Yeah, they wouldn't. Jersey Shore goes down south. Yeehaw, baby! Dude, I was watching a video. So to answer my question, or like my thought process... It's a, it's only an East Coast thing. It has to be. I would I would assume so. Because in Cali you have like the surfers, the chill vibes, the hip, the hippies. You know what I mean? You're not your Google are Guidos everywhere.
1: <laughs> like, uh, More, uh, moreover, it's not only in the United States. As Wikipedia informs us, Guidos are also found in parts of Canada. Yo, we got some Guidos up in the Great White North. <laughs> Insanity, dude. Everything you need to know, the Guido an article on guest of a guest what is a guido the question is something that has occupied some of the finest minds of our generation although some have come remarkably close to capturing the zeitgeist of the guido it sounds like a philion introduction <laughs> in a video none have completely wrapped their mind around the profanity of this question rather than attempt at what others have failed we thought it would be better to lay down agreed upon the facts of our own individual feelings and let you come to your own conclusion. All right, so this is a classic case of just an article going on for way
0: too long. Wait, 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 wait. You know what's really strange? Because <clears throat> other terms such as Cugine is relative to Brooklyn, Mario is Chicago, and Gino is Toronto. So that, that's the same. It has the same meaning to describe like an unsophisticated Italian guy. But the pay, Hey, listen, us Guidos, we're very sophisticated. Uh, but according We don't only fist bump, <laughs> but we fucking do our taxes. But apparently do we fucking go to school? If you're in Brooklyn, you're a coo Look at that. So there's no Guidos in Brooklyn. Nah, they're I Cougines. think Ronnie was from Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, Guji. Now they call themselves Guidos, right?
1: Yeah, Ronnie said, you know, his number one rule, too, was never fall in love with the Jersey Shore. Guess what this mother does, Phil? <laughs> He falls in love. He's the first one to f- fall in love with the mother
0: Jersey Shore. I wish I. F- sh- I wish I had those f- fucking effects. Delayed. What the hell? You got to get the Go XLR. I do. I do.
1: Anything else we want to talk about about Guido's? Because speaking of technology, I got to tell you what the fuck went down with this computer.
0: Well, we were talking about the South, right? Mm-hmm. Before we hopped into this Discord call, I was watching a very interesting video. Let me find it. It is. It's like Researcher a. Phil. It's like a video essay. It was posted a month ago by Nick Johnson, and I don't know why I clicked on this, but it was pretty interesting. Understanding South Carolina's mind-blowing rural pr- poverty. Okay. So basically, it's like footage with commentary of like him driving through this rural town in uh, South Carolina, because South Carolina has extreme levels of poverty in some uh, townships or counties, whatever. Hmm. It was blowing my mind, but it was making perfect sense like why things the way they are in terms of like why some communities make it to the point where like they're super industrialized and have technology and like everyone's college educated and shit. Because it's like hmm. one thing I sound like such like a armchair fucking philosopher, but like it's I was gonna say <laughs> very, very philosopher-esque tonight. No, I, like I was it. just like, wow, like no, it was good. So I'd w- I would encourage you guys to check out the video, but um, I just thought it was pretty crazy how like, it's just a example of like a domino effect of like, if a community geographically does not or relies on one aspect of like, I don't know what you would call it, but basically, basically, you know how like the Northeast like went to uh, industrialization and like the South was always like agriculture and shit and how that is like still like deep rooted in like the culture. The refusal to adapt had like severe exponential consequences, and like mm. they they took they showed pictures from like nine like you'll see in southern towns they look the same as they did fifty years ago. Interesting.
1: There wasn't a lot of advancements to the actual civilization, if you will exactly. You got to drop this link. This sounds like <laughs> a fascinating topic of discussion over here.
0: Uh, it was pretty cool. I don't know. It was just like a domino effect that I was like, wow. Uh, See, the
1: main the main cities too in the country all probably had a very booming industrial revolutionary period. You got New York, you got, you know, it's to the Chicago, point Chicago, like, you got Boston, you got uh Dallas. <laughs> Dallas is down south. I'm sure they had an industrial revolution, right?
0: I'm, I'm sure they did. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the way he said it was. I thought it was a really interesting point. If you want to go from like lower class in terms of like, a, I'm talking macro scale. I'm not talking about like people society mm-hmm. has like the, the path to a higher class, no matter which way you cut it is through a college system, mm-hmm. like college educated societies advance. Like that's just like, that's just what it is. <laughs> like, and that's why you see all like the fucking giant College campuses and you know, all the Ivy League schools are all on the coasts. That, like,
1: I feel like college is on the way out, though.
0: No, dude, (laughs) not fully, not fully. You can't tell me, Gary Vee standing on on a soapbox in the middle of South Carolina telling people to not go to college. (laughs) No, listen, listen, I'm not saying,
1: I'm not saying go to college, I'm not saying not go to college, I'm saying do whatever works well for you and what you want to do and your passions and what you want to do in life. I'm simply saying. I think now more than ever, I'm going to sound a little bit like Gary Vee, especially with (laughs) social media, and the fact that we all got these in our pockets, there are ways to do things in life to reach a certain level of success, whatever you feel that level is in your own brain, without going through traditional education systems. No, I hear you,
0: but. That's
1: all I'm saying. I think that is a very fair and understandable claim. Now, here's the thing, though. There are certain jobs, careers, if you will, in our society that will always need that extra level of education. But to say that every person needs to go to college and follow the American dream and then have, you know, the the white picket fence with the golden retriever, it's not necessary. We're all on our own path, On You understand?
0: Yeah, I understand. But the problem is <laughs> these towns in the South, they don't have fucking iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have computers, bro. You're, that seems like a very bold claim. And also,
1: we're we're not talking about like specific sectors of the world. We're just saying, as a whole, technology has definitely give us given us a much better starting platform to reach success than in
0: the past. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll show you the video, can but... I, can I get <laughs> amen, Philly? <on>? Yeah, amen. <laughs> All right, there we go. We're on the same page. But I'm telling you, once you watch the video, you'll be like, wow, they, like... It's just fucking ranch Like, th- this is not where people are, like... This is not just, like, southern living, like, going to the, the supermarket and cooking a nice family dinner. This is, like... We have nothing.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, no, I definitely... I have to watch the video for more context, for sure. But, yeah, it's it's weird how, like... I f- I feel that when we were growing up, it was a very prominent. You you go to high school, then you go to college, and that's what you're quote unquote supposed to do. But that definitely has shifted in the last ten to fifteen years, no question. I don't even think that's like debatable. Yeah. It's very uh, it's very interesting stuff. I'll tell you this much: I went to college. I didn't order my diploma yet. Have you ordered your diploma yet? No. We should do that. We should actually do that on the next member episode. We should fucking just <laughs> screen share and order our diplomas yeah, and then hang them up in the background. And just
0: end the podcast right after yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that'll literally just be called bonus episode, whatever it is, 59. We won't we even get talk. Our diplomas. Yeah, we'll
0: just, we'll just have the, the voice call of like calling the student affairs oh, office.
1: 100%. By the way, if you guys didn't know this, we have member exclusive content over a extra year's worth of Sunday Sauce material. One episode every Wednesday. Member exclusive, $4.99 a month. And then you guys can access that content. And once you're a member, you could literally just binge it all. And then you can cancel your membership if you want. I would stick around because we still put these episodes out every Wednesday. That's, that's a oh, fact.
0: That's fucking great. That is a fact.
1: All right, let me tell you about this fucking computer now. All right, so here's the deal, Phil. I think I talked about this... On the last public episode, it might have been a member episode. Regardless, long story short, uh, I got stuck in Canada... Because all of the flights to New York were either canceled or delayed on this particular day that I was traveling because of weather and like air traffic control issues, whatever. I go, no big deal. I'm going to go back to K-Dog's place. I'm going to go on my MacBook, and I'm going to figure out a way that I could still record the content. Maybe I'll go buy a gaming laptop. Regardless, I just need my save files on my main PC, which I'm using right now.
0: I call up Joey, a.k.a. We talked about this on the member episode, but last time we talked... I assume now that you're on this computer, something something was fixed.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I'm bringing okay, it up. Okay, Continue. So I I just need to give context to the people in case they haven't heard of this yet. Right. So I call up my brother Joey Louis Figs. You guys know him, you love him. He's been on, I believe, twice. Anyway, we get this guy to come to my house, and he goes to turn on my la- uh, my PC tower, and nothing's nothing's happening. I'm like Joey, stop fucking yeah, around. Joey,
0: the cable guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing's working. He goes, oh, this is like a dummy broken. And I'm like Joey. It's not time to joke. Like, I need to fucking make these videos whatever. Long story short, my father brings it to Micro Center. And I get back to New York two days ago. And I get a text yesterday that it's ready to go. So, we... I'm trying to think how I want to tell this story. So, I'll get to this other part later. We go to Micro Center. And it turns out that it's not a power supply issue. There's not a motherboard issue. There wasn't a surge it just turns out when this PC was put together, some of the connections at the front of the computer weren't properly aligned okay. and properly wired. So all he had to do was like fix a couple wires... It cost $30 to fix. Like, this was ne- this was a non issue. Oh, okay. If I knew remotely <laughs> anything about computers, I could have popped this open and reattached myself, most likely. But yeah, it was fucking sick. So I picked it up yesterday. It's back home. I reattached everything. Lukey, AKA Game Boy Luke, da 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 da. He helped me get all my audio situated again. So we're back in business.
0: That happened to me and with. Micro Center's dope. I bought one of my first computers, I bought from iBuyPower.com. Have you ever heard of that website? I feel like I have actually. It's like one of the OG, I'm pretty sure, like customize your computer and they just send it to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that's like the new meta. You know what I mean? Like everyone just customizes instead of like building the parts and shit, which I have done on this computer, but yeah. they sent me the computer and it wasn't turning on either. And it was, li- I had to like call them and shit. And they're like, did you attach the wire? I'm like, yo, I was under the impression I press a button and this thing turns yeah, on.
1: Exactly. It's weird, though, because when I got this PC, this happened to me like six months ago. It was just sitting on my desk. I plugged everything in. I was ready to start working, and the power button wouldn't go on. Then like three days later, it magically started working, and I was like, oh, well, I guess it's fixed. (laughs) Six months of using it later, then it didn't turn on again, but luckily, it's been working perfectly, and I'm back to being a fucking content machine, baby.
0: Yeah, I think I'm in the market for a new... I, I I can't do it with this. Where is it? Is it in here? No, my, my Mac laptop. I think I bought it almost two years ago at this point. 2020 probably, end of 2019. The amount of Omni disk sweeping I have to do on this shit, for those of you guys who don't know, I, I don't know the, the, the way around this, but Apple likes to do this thing where it just creates massive render and proxy files whenever you edit something. Even your computer will just start caching up other, like when you go to like the Apple icon to show how much storage you have, you'll just see like 100 gigs of just other. It's just waste on your computer, right? So you download Omni Disk Sweeper, which is not an Apple app. I don't. It's I don't, legendary. I, it's a legendary I, <laughs> app, though. Yeah, it's free. This thing sweeps your drives and you can go file by file and delete shit. It also clumps mm-hmm. it up. So what I have to do in terms of editing is... Every about 20 to 30 minutes, my no, sorry, probably like 8 to 15 minutes. Ugh. Yeah, it's gross. It's so sluggish. I have to empty my render files and I know I can edit in fucking proxy media, which kind of helps, which means that the computer doesn't render as it goes, just uses like shitty versions. But like, mm. I don't like doing that. <laughs> so I need, I need something. I need to fix something.
1: I would honestly just get like a fucking 10 terabyte solid state external hardware drive. Plug that bitch in and get all your files on there.
0: That way the computer keeps running smoothly. Yeah, I could. I mean, I I do have externals, but I'm pretty sure like my computer just gets so sluggish. Just Mm. I mean, I don't want to sound like, oh, I need a new like fucking computer. I I bought this thing two years ago, but like it doesn't even have an M1 chip in it.
1: I'll say this, though. Yeah, that if you got an M1 Mac, you'd actually be shocked at how much better it performs, especially with Final Cut, with what you edit with. I'll say this, man. I won't even relate it just to content creation. In any field that you're in, if you have the opportunity to like reinvest into yourself and into your business, you should probably do it. I spent a fuckload of money on this PC, and granted, like I had that one issue with it, but this thing, man, is a fucking behemoth. Like... I, I quite literally never have issues. Everything runs super speedily. You can fucking it's, cook it's a chicken in that thing. Beast. It's crazy, and it looks super cool, too, which is also a bonus. The guy at Micro Center saw that I had the uh, the Scouts logo, Sasageo, from AOT on the side of my uh, casing. He was like, yeah, we were all wondering if you did that yourself or if the company did that. I'm like, yeah, no, the company did it. I uploaded the image, but the thing, it looks, it looks fucking Jaeger. sweet. <laughs> Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager, baby. But yeah, so that happened yesterday, and this is where I was, you know, about to pivot with my story earlier, but I'm going to just let you know what happened now. Uh, I got a text that the computer was ready, but I was on my way to Georgia.
0: Wait, you went to to Georgia? Georgia? All
1: right, we tried to get to Georgia. Uh, What the dude? (laughs) Second time in a week this happened to me. Where the fuck do you go? Like, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm the marathon You're man. Like all I do is run shit. i the Dos right, Equis guy
0: these days. I don't, I don't know half this shit. You're just fucking Here's across the happened. country.
1: Here's what happened. With all the stress with my PC, I'm like, okay, I don't know if we should go to Georgia because it was just like a lot going on. I'm behind on videos right now. I have a shitload of ad reads I have to do. But I was like, I guess if the computer's not even going to be ready, we might as well go to Georgia, clear our heads for the weekend, come back, regroup. So we end up last minute getting uh, airline tickets to go to Georgia. We fucking get ready super quick. We rush to the airport. It's a little drizzly. Nothing too bad. We get to the fucking plane. We get on the plane. First of all, this was an interesting thing. I'm throwing no shade to Southwest, by the way, because obviously this is out of their control, but it was just interesting to me that Southwest, at least on this particular flight, did not have a seating. This was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. And maybe this is a common thing, but I fly all the time. I usually do like
0: musical chairs and the fucking airplane. Dude,
1: <laughs> I usually fly Delta. We do Air Canada sometimes, WestJet, JetBlue. I've never done Southwest. So literally, the way it's organized is there's groups A, B, and C, and they'll be like, "All right, C. If you're in C, one through fifty-five, come on to the line now." You get on the plane and you essentially just look for a fucking seat and overhead storage and then you sit down.
0: It doesn't sound and There's some
1: people <laughs> very that are sitting alone, no one in between them, one person. Thank God me and Kylie were able to find two seats next to each other. So we did that. Anyway, we're on the fucking plane now, and the guy comes on the fucking intercom. He's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? We're about to take flight to Atlanta. Just want to give you a heads up. We don't even know how long it's going to take. All we can say is that we are landlocked right now, and we will not be able to take off anytime soon. Landlocked?
0: What does that mean? (laughs) When we have
1: more updates, we'll let you know. I I guess, like, all the planes are stuck on land, You know what I hate?
0: I hate the... We don't have information. Just tell us what the fuck is going on.
1: (laughs) Oh, there's never clear updates no matter what fucking airline you're on, man. So we're literally just like, all right, whatever. We're in a good mood because we're going to Georgia. We're going to see our friends. We're celebrating Brenda's first birthday. My computer was fixed at this point. So I'm like, when I get home, we'll be good to go. Um, So we're sitting on the plane, and we're watching Jersey Shore, just having fun. 40 minutes go by, an hour go by. Finally, boom uh hello again from the flat deck i'm sorry we, we don't have, have bitter we still uh, have no information, information. <laughs> we st- he literally said that we still don't know uh what's going on but we know we will let you know okay now the lights go off engines start revving this is about two hours into it now we go oh we're gonna fucking take off here we go fucking planes going <laughs> <laughs> we're like making left turns on the runway to like get in front of other planes i'm like here we go this is it Hello again. Uh, Bad news, folks. This flight has been canceled. (laughs) What the fuck? What? Uh, We were on the fucking plane. He goes, ah, there was some lightning and we cannot take off. We're going back to the gate. Jesus Christ. So now we're driving back to the fucking gate. And the guy, one of the flight attendants, gets on the announcement thing. It was actually hilarious. He was like, welcome to LaGuardia. It was like playing on the fact that we never left. Some people did not appreciate it. I thought it was pretty funny, to be honest with you. Long story short, we all get off the fucking plane now, and they refunded us because obviously the flight was canceled. But I did notice they my an email that they sent us a two hundred dollar flight voucher Ooh. for both me and K Dog. So that's nice that they didn't have to do that. You
0: know so that's cool. Hey, yes, they did. Time is money, and they're they're fucking with your time.
1: Well, that's the that's the one thing that drives me crazy about that. Like I'd rather be safe than fucking take off in the middle of a lightning storm and God forbid something bad happens. But sitting on a plane for that, there's something about being in a pressurized capsule
0: how come you feel like shit why do i feel so dirty like after i touch an airplane seat and greasy I, I, like, you feel greasy there's literal oil like pepperoni grease all over me like it's, it's fucking pressure, gross bro. it's disgusting uh, I, uh, yeah
1: i, I mean I, I don't know if like i've had shitty luck uh, excuse me lately or if it's just because i travel at the volume that i do Right. But now, like when I get on a plane, there's no delay. We take off and we land. I'm like, this is a good fucking day, you know?
0: Yeah. So that happened. You Pretty should start a podcast or like a series where you just talk about like about plane planes? travel.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Just welcome back to the what do we call it? Welcome back to the
0: high rises. I I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know enough aviation lingo i think
1: i think that's a good name welcome back to the landlocked podcast <laughs> where we take off so
0: you don't have to welcome back to the wings on the ground podcast oh welcome
1: back to the we have no information about your ascent podcast How you doing? No,
0: i think it's i think it's part of their, their job description to be just so vague to keep everyone like quelled you know
1: yeah it just sucks because like even if it's information that is something that's like hard to understand for someone that's not a pilot. Give us something in layman's terms where it's like, hey folks, just to give you a heads up, this flight will probably they always be canceled.
0: have that annoying 1950s radio voice too. Yep. It's never just like, Yo, what's up? It's uh, Carl, and um, we Dude, can't fucking I take know. off right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never. I never hear it. What's up? This is your pilot Steve? We're gonna take off anytime. You know,
0: just that would casual. make me it's always feel more comfortable. It does, like what, what are we doing with this perceived like. Also, you know, there's apparently a thing Where,
1: and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong But I'm like 90% sure about this Flight attendants don't get paid till they're in the air
0: Yeah, that's true, I'm pretty sure So
1: that's fucked, like all these flight attendants on this plane yesterday That were just like Telling everyone to stay seated because we were on an active taxiway Dude And they just don't get paid for that day I'd be fucking pissed
0: Speaking of flight attendants Did you Going back to school (laughs) for? No This is an oofy, Vinny. Uh, did you hear about Elon Musk? Uh
1: is this the the controversy about the allegation
0: where he whipped something about allegations? Right, I didn't really read too much into it. Yeah, apparently he whipped out his boner and said that he he would buy her a horse if she did more.
1: And this was on a plane with a flight attendant. Yeah, his private jet, the SpaceX.
0: <laughs> oh dear God.
1: Uh, so. I just I hate talking about allegation type stories, especially when I don't know any of the information. So I can't really like provide any insight here. Um, I don't really have much to say, but you're pulling you're pulling up. You can't you can't be whipping your dick out. No, you can't be doing that. (laughs) You can't can't be doing that, mate. I mean, I guess I'll just leave it at that. You, You can't be doing that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird because I hope as a result of this there's some legislation change with NDAs or non-disclosure agreements because apparently the girl who went through this was under an NDA and didn't actually come forward with it. It was one of her friends who like broke the story because she was like, I don't like this is damaging to my friend. Long story short, the woman who this happened to was paid $250,000 by Elon Musk as like a severance or some sort of like you know, like, don't talk to the media about this, and here you go. Is that is that, like, technically a not a blackmail, but... A bribe? Just, like, <laughs> a bribe, a bribe. That's what I was thinking of, yes. Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh,
1: listen, I'm an Elon Musk fan, so I hope it's not true, but, you know, it's definitely not a good situation.
0: Yeah, but basically the point I wanted to get was a lot of people don't understand that, well, it gets complicated. With non-disclosure agreements, from what I understand, when something illegal happens under the NDA, you're allowed to break the NDA. Gotcha. Number two, it's often used by powerful people or organizations to hush people when they don't actually know that like that's the case, that they could just not follow it if there's law is being broken so it's kind of like a weird loosey-goosey type thing at another point but lost it i lost it it's landlocked it's
1: landlocked can't take off yeah hey listen i i don't know shit about ndas i feel like oh i, feel I got like- it <laughs> go ahead
0: youtubers use them with okay. sinister things as well do you remember the controversy between not the controversy, but a couple of years ago, do you remember the ace family or Austin McBroom giving girls and D.A.s to like not. To- I don't No,
1: Don't remember. I know the ace family, obviously, though.
0: Dan Bolzerian uses them to everyone who comes into his house. <laughs>
1: That's how si- just automatically sign an NDA. Yeah.
0: How psychotic is that shit?
1: So you're you're saying, if I just understand your point, regardless what the NDA states, if there's illegal activity within the confines of whatever you sign, you should still be able to come forward and say something was like wrong that you saw. It,
0: it nullifies the. That's, N- what, that's what you're. That's what you're arguing, right? Well, I'm not even arguing it. That's that's what the law is. It nullifies the NDA.
1: Oh, so that that is in place right now. Like, if there is a legal activity, the NDA doesn't matter.
0: Yes, but literally nobody really knows that because it's kind of like a scary thing where, like, when you sign this paper, it's like, oh, you can't talk about it. But the NDA that apparently the woman signed with SpaceX was that she couldn't talk to the media about it. It was like a specific, like, you can't talk to news outlets about it, but you can It's so fucking weird. (laughs) Like, it's just, Mm. it makes you wonder, like, I mean, I told you a couple of examples of other people using NDAs, but it's it's just like a sinister thing used by people with power that needs to be evaluated or at least understood on a grander scheme because I feel like a lot of people don't understand the actual context of the laws.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that we've talked about where like we never learn about that shit in school. I mean maybe I, there should be I, I, even just a brief segment about fucking <laughs> NDAs, you know, contracts and NDAs and signing your name to shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, we we laugh about it, but seriously, there's just, there's so much, there's so many things I just feel should have been taught at some point. I still can't believe they don't teach most students, I feel, at least where we grew up and went to school. We never learn about taxes, like, at all. Yeah, They just say, like, you have to pay them, but they don't go over anything with you. I, I think there was one field trip where we learned about signing checks other than that nothing which granted i feel like that might be on its way out because obviously everything's digital and tap to pay and all that type of shit these days but
0: yeah they just need like one core curriculum class that everyone in the u.s takes that's just <laughs> just call it fucking life that's it just a life class Yeah, and give me a give me some boomer who's seen it all you know, with yeah, a chip on his like shoulder, some rugged, disheveled,
1: yeah. beaten-down dude that's gonna come in and be like, "You want to learn how to fucking file taxes? You know how much tax money I've spent in my days." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, Jesus, that's what's gonna happen after school, huh? Fuck, dude. Uh, I'll tell you, I this. I think that'll be good. I recently, I recently got into credit card benefits. This is interesting. This is another thing that every fucking teach you. You know how many benefits your credit card might offer that you don't even fucking know about, oh, Phil? Oh, I know about Until them. you read the fine print. I just learned that if I use, like, a certain card with Uber Eats, they just give you, like, $30 a month for free. Why haven't I been using this card?
0: Yeah, I get like, cash back on gas and, like, groceries and shit.
1: But there's like certain cards that you should use with certain things. Where like if you're traveling, yep. this card's good to use because you get like four times the points back. If you're getting groceries, you go with this card because it's better with three times cash back. With the food, you have like certain promotions that if you go into like the app of your credit card, if you don't select add to card, it won't be enabled. But if you do, then if you spend like six thousand in four months, you get like 100,000 points like there's all these things that if you don't really explore the you know the fine print you might not even know that you have these benefits you want to know something pretty fucking wild
0: nuts let's hear it there's some finance people that teach this or personal finance people I'm pretty I don't want to call it like credit card hacking but basically you know how some credit cards offer 0% APR basically 0% interest mm-hmm. so you open up a new card with 0% interest you buy whatever you want, right? Say groceries, fucking tech, whatever. After the 0% APR expires, because usually it's like a promotional offer, you open up a new credit card that is running the same promotion and pay off that card with that card. Therefore, you have zero. That cannot, that cannot be. Legal. I swear to God. Ain't no fucking way.
1: Yeah, go ahead and try it, Phil. Bro, You're going to hear a knock at your fucking door. I swear to God. FBI, open up.
0: Oh, let me Fuck let me that. verify. Let me verify.
1: Yeah, go ahead. That to me seems like some epic fucking scheme. That right there is a scheme.
0: You think that's a scheme?
1: I can't imagine. I can't imagine that's a thing that, like, is allowed to be done. Why not?
0: I mean, eventually someone's not getting money. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually (laughs) someone's getting fucking robbed in that scenario. If you're looking to pay off one credit card balance using another card, this generally isn't possible. Banks don't allow you to pay your credit card balance off using another credit card. Typically payments via check. Elect- there's so- okay. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to come back because there's something that you can do that is this in theory, but I think it's not actually like a credit card. It's like a debt. Yeah.
1: You know, you can do it. You could also rob a bank.
0: Yeah, you know, give me, give me a fucking NDA. You can do it. Give, Good luck. Give me an NDA. I didn't say anything. This fucking guy's out of control.
1: But, yeah, so if you have a credit card, and maybe, you know, a lot of the times where I have these, like, life realizations, I say it, and then people leave comments like, Vinny, you fucking idiot, no shit. But maybe there's one person out there like me that wasn't taking full advantage of their card benefits, and now maybe you're staying at a fucking Hilton Hotel, free of
0: charge, chilling. Maybe. 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 I, you know what else? Maybe that <laughs> sounds so criminal. <laughs> Whatever fucking I just d- described. Uh, hey, listen, you were just talking about a hypothetical situation. Yeah, I mean, dude, I heard it. Okay, so if if I'm wrong, then that's a testament to how boring listening to fucking finance people are, because uh, that's what I get from watching your content.
1: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, this is a message to all finance
0: people: do better. Finance creators, do better so Phil <laughs> can understand. If you're buying a Starbucks $5 cold brew, you're literally not going to be a millionaire by the age of 24. You should take that $5 and put it in an index fund. Suck my, my fucking interest? ball sack.
1: <laughs> hey, Phil, I know you're going to love this. You know, a lot of people left a lot of comments for a lot of episodes of The Sunday Sauce. And they would say, oh, Vinny. Get the Paul Brothers' dicks out of your mouth. Yep. All you do is bring up the Paul yeah, you're Brothers. O- you're always I'm, just
0: sloppy-topping the Paul Brothers. Sloppy-topping. I haven't
1: wow. brought that up in, like, a bunch of episodes. That's but today, I gotta <laughs> I gotta talk about my my boy, Logi. Oh, God. Here we go. So tonight, for you guys, this already uh, closed. But tonight, he's doing an auction for another 36 uh, first edition booster packs. The same packs where I got my Blastoise. Vinny, I
0: swear to fucking God...
1: Listen, let me just say one thing, all right? Tonight, if I see there's a pack that maybe is on the lower side of the bids, and I just, you know,
0: throw a bid. If
1: I just just throw a bid into the ring, and I happen to win, then I might get another pack. I'm not saying I'm going to go full throttle on this. Just, you know, maybe I'll throw a bid in, you know. And if you do win the pack, you get the cards, obviously, like you did last time. You get invited like into an Instagram live with him and the guy from the Golden Auctions. I forgot his name. I think his name's Kevin. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And then uh, you get like the whole the shout-out. You get all that type of stuff. You get the card sent to you, and they get graded by PSA Expedited. And listen, I got the Blastoise, and I still feel like I'm destined to get that Charizard. So I'll keep you guys posted Buddy, on what happens
0: with this. you didn't even grade the first one.
1: It's very true. He will get graded eventually, Phil. But for now, he's chilling in the sock drawer.
0: Listen, why don't you actually buy the packs instead of buying them through Logan Paul?
1: Yeah, you let me know where I'm going to get. Here's the problem with that. Oh, well, let me backtrack a little bit. You can get the packs. The problem is like if you go on eBay and you try to buy a pack from a box that hasn't been opened, they might say that it's a heavy pack and it might not be heavy. Heavy as an like extra
0: premium. Good Pokemon inside the pack.
1: Did you never know about this? We've talked about Pokemon cards so much. If it's a heavier pack, it's more than likely to have a holographic in it. Because the holographic cards weigh more than the regular
0: cards. Oh, well, we're talking so like you, ounces. What,
1: yeah, no, it's very... I mean, it's not guaranteed that a heavy pack will have a hollow. But it's, it's more likely to have a hollow than a light pack, obviously.
0: I got a heavy sack, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. a lot more. I got a heavy.
1: I got a heavy Pisha deal, yeah. <laughs> you know. When I drop it on my scale, uh, a lot of ounces, you know, a lot of fucking ounces. My point being, if you do get it from a box that is just being opened, which Logan is the only psychopath that opens these fucking boxes, you know, and you get the ability to go on the live, that's fun.
0: I'm, uh, you Wanna just say, you am? have to say that with your front teeth out when when you say uh, the heavy pack
1: or a uh, heavy pack, <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy pack, dude. Uh. Listen, it's it's not as fun to get a pack like from eBay, and then you just bring it home and you open it. Well, like being a part of the experience
0: is always a fun thing. Can I point something out? Uh, this is sure. not this is this is honest critique. This is not shitting on the project. Okay. Seems to me, originals his NFT project is not doing that great.
1: This is just my knee jerk reaction to hearing you say that. And I don't know shit about this stuff. Like, I'm very, very blunt in saying. Like, I don't know a lot about the NFT crypto space. We talk about it a lot. We joke a lot. But I don't know shit about it. I feel like it makes sense that it wouldn't be doing as good as you may have thought because of the fact that crypto is, like, horribly tanking right now.
0: Yes. It's, it's, Perhaps. And
1: he joked about it on a new episode of Impulsive. He's like, I launched this. Passion project, the biggest thing of my career during a time period where the crypto market is literally tanking. Right. So it's definitely not good timing, but, I mean, when you look at it, though, from the outside looking in, I mean, he's selling Polaroids for, like, $50,000 plus. It's see, it's still doing really well, you know? Yeah. And some of the photos are really cool and, like, the perks that come with it. I think that project is dope. You, you I have should sue him because to he say. took
0: your fucking uh, entire brand what just because he's
1: using the name original yes
0: he's he's 99 originals
1: <laughs> listen i'm 151 originals a little bit different by the way phil fucking Vintendo. wait did i show you the thumbnail buddy oh shit buddy hold on, hold on i'm gonna send something to you
0: if you don't send me the actual fucking video we're gonna have some problems all
1: right i'm gonna send you the video but you want to see the thumbnail first sure okay so i got one thumbnail done Another one's being worked on as we speak, Phil. I just want your genuine reaction. Are you going through? We're not gonna put this on the screen. Y'all can't see this yet till it's ready to go up. This is the first thumbnail for the channel.
0: You send. You texted it to Phil. me. Phil,
1: Phil.
0: Oh yeah, that, that that'll that'll pop. I like it.
1: Let's go, Phil. I took your. I actually sent thumbnails on your channel as far as color inspiration. When it comes to this, you see you got your greens, your purples, your light blues. You like that? It came out out very good. Shout out to my friend Amy that's working on these. She's doing an amazing job. Dude, there's like so many moving parts to this. I don't want to go into a long tangent about the channel like I always do, but coming soon. Thank you for your patience. Get some popcorn. Cook it in the microwave while we're waiting. All right. You
0: see my most recent thumbnail or?
1: Yeah, I love it. The, The white background is fucking sick. Well, that's
0: actually just his picture.
1: Oh, so you just literally just took a photo. That's fucking nice. Yeah, it's nice and convenient. I know, but
0: I was going to ask you, like, do you think it fits with the title?
1: I, I feel it. Like, yeah, the vibe is really good. Honestly, but is the vibe there. I would I would stick to your rectangular thing, though. Like, I would keep that
0: and maybe put rectangle. Problem is, he's, he's got the eyeballs. glasses and there's no pictures with him without the glasses.
1: Yeah, but you could still put it over the glasses now. Yeah, yeah, I could try. Like it looks over, a little just weird. Just over his eyes. Just over
0: his eyes. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I feel,
1: I mean, I've, I me personally, and, and listen, you've been crushing it with what you're doing, so like you don't need my critique. So I would just say my opinion. I love the fucking branding that you're doing right now with that bar. Definitely put that bar on there. All right. Whatever the fuck you got to do, throw that fucking bar <laughs> on there for sure. All right, I'll put my
0: piece on there and just throw the bar over it. And I'm good to go.
1: There you go. By the way, if you guys are watching this the day that it goes up, today's the last day to pick up the still original uh, champion drop. I know. So 8 p.m. EST.
0: Last opportunity. 8 p.m. EST? Yep.
1: On May 22nd. Oh, you scared me. EST. I thought
0: you meant like 48 minutes ago. I was like, what? I was going to no, buy yeah. it I just po-
1: I just posted Instagram of it. Last
0: last bit of promo over here. Do you have a favorite piece in the collection?
1: For me the hoodie is 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 the go to. I'm wearing the joggers right now as well. I'll show you the joggers, they go hard as fuck. Got the logo over it's here. It's good. Very short. I'm going to have to fucking leap, but the joggers go hard. Super cozy. Super deep pockets. You know, it's nice for you, Phil, because you got all that fucking cash. In your deep pockets. When you got that fucking cash, Phil.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish. We
1: got that fucking green social blade. chicks coming in the mail,
0: I uh, uh, Dude, Same I don't because my most recent video has limited ads on it. So.
1: <laughs> well, was it a sponsored video? Yeah.
0: I got this comment. All right. I got this comment. You know, let me just. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm, not, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that.
1: No, fucking break it down. Let's put him on blast.
0: All right, let me find it. I'm feeling fucking jacked up right now, Phil. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to read the exact one because I have to find it. But basically, he said, I really love the high qualityness of these videos. However, mm. your sponsors bring them down a peg or two. I'm like, dude. I. It was one of those things where it's like, listen, in an ideal fucking world, I... I wouldn't have sponsors. Nobody would have sponsors. They would have full creative. Fr- well, I do have full creative freedom. However, they wouldn't have to put them in their videos. The only reason I say that is because this video took two to three weeks to make, right? I'm talking, I'm talking late nights. I'm talking research. I'm talking scripting. I'm talking outsourcing work for editing. I'm talking sending it back to me. I have to edit it days at a time. I have to upload it, Mm -hmm. see a mistake, fucking switch it. And we're talking 4K render files. This is not Mm. like a, this is not like a quick fix thing. If there's one frame out of place, it's a four hour ordeal, right? For me to upload and then get limited ads on it, which means it doesn't get as much reach. Mm. You know, I was going to tweet at YouTube today because I know they say that, like, limited ads on a video doesn't affect viewership, but we all know that's not true. I feel like it does. It has to affect it. They're going to push out the video that's going to make them money. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Right? Like, it just makes sense to me. So, I'm, like,
0: listen, I I hear you, but, like...
1: No, no, fuck that. Phil's got to eat, commenter. Do you understand? This man will be in a box, and then he won't be able to put out the fucking 30-minute mini doc. He's gotta fuck, he's gotta manja,
0: manja. he's gotta eat. Like and that's all there is to it. And I like the products that I, I like, I, that are sponsored by me, right? Hell yeah. It's just like I wish I can talk you know, this is just a great, grander conversation. I wish I could actually talk with people and not pay attention to just like comments, but like that's just, I have to remind myself that like, dude, it's just a fucking comment. Like,
1: It's also like if People got to relax. People got to relax. You know, we're in 2022. Phil's got to eat. Yeah, I guess. You see an ad, pay attention to it. It's probably a good product.
0: Or <laughs> just, you know, you just if you don't well, like anything we, in the video, just go here. forward. Like,
1: listen. By the way, for for the record, commercials have existed forever. We were we were doing a stream the other night. Me and K Dog, we were watching old 90s and early 2000s commercials. And let me tell you, commercials are dead, man. Oh, yeah. Commercials are fucking dead. I'm talking, they always had a catchy slogan, a song. They went on for way too long. You're, you're worried about a minute and 30 second spot from Phillyon? How about a five minute long Burger King ad <laughs> where he would rap about Square SpongeBob Square Pants and there was just no direction to this. Like they didn't even present a product or anything. It was just Burger King and SpongeBob. Five minute fucking song. <laughs> that was a commercial that was on TV. Well,
0: I say this and it's kind of like out of proportion because I get so many comments saying that like my sponsors segues are like insane and like they enjoy the ad reads and and people people stick around for them. People really do love the ad reads. I'm just saying that like, I lost my train of thought.
1: Man, it's been happening to you a lot. Did you hit your head this week? I might have, dude. This guy needs a hug out here, dude. (laughs) I'll give you a hug. Thank you. I'll stop. I'll I'll give you a hug. No, I just... I'm in New York, by the way, for like a week and a half. You want to get together. We can stop by the house. Kylie's here till... We're going to Boston next week, but we're here for like a full week now.
0: Absolutely, dude. I I guess it's just because at a certain point, you get so critical of like your own work and your own self. And I know things want to be perfect, but like, I just want to add context to like a lot of creators out there don't talk to their fans or like they, they can't provide... Say in like a in a podcast setting, like weekend, where we could actually talk and people can listen to our unfiltered voices out of the context of making videos. Like, there's so much shit that people like just don't realize, and then they say things, and then like it's like.
1: Well, that's the thing. I I think no matter what, and we've talked about this before. As long as the content's really good, even if people absolutely hate advertisements, it it's not going to make a difference and deter them from watching the video. Right. If if something is really good, you'll watch the ad for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I just... It's when you start putting out dog water stuff and throwing ads on that. That's when you got a fucking problem. But luckily, we're elite.
0: Yeah. we, We are. You gonna get fucked up tonight, Phil? I might. There's just no way for creators to tell their audience, like, hey... This video is not monetized. You know what I mean? Unless they explicitly like go in the comment section like, oh, this is limited ads. But then there's, I don't know, it's like a weird, there's a weird wall there.
1: I think uh, bigger picture conversation. You're just never gonna please everybody. True. If even if even if your if your video gets a million views and nine hundred ninety nine thousand of them had great things to say, and there's one person being like, I don't know, the ad read it two minutes really deterred me from watching the rest of the content. It's like, all right, go fucking kick rocks. Yeah. It, foot. I mean, I hear yourself. you. I don't
0: know why that one got under my skin today. I guess, yeah.
1: It happens, man. Listen, you, you <sighs> can't when you realize in your life that you can't please everybody. You know who you can please? The voice within. The heart. Phil. That's good. The people around you. That's good. And let me tell you something right now. Your circle might shrink. But if you got the right people in that circle,
0: the biggest circle you could ever have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got a, a small, tight circle. <laughs> I got a very small circle these days. I like it. I fuck with it, dude. It's so much easier. Like, it just really is. You don't have to commit to shit that you actually don't want to do. You don't have to people-please. You can just be yourself.
1: Bro, not people-pleasing is the wave.
0: You can just do you. It's kind of beautiful.
1: When's the last time someone was like, hey, you want to do this? Go out and do this. You're just like, nah.
0: It it doesn't happen because when when people do hit me with that, I'm always like, yeah, because my circle's tight.
1: (laughs) Because the people that are asking you to do it are in the circle. You keep it nice and tight, locked and loaded. You
0: are good to go. Have you ever heard have you ever heard like the motivational quote it's like you are the result of the five people you surround yourself with? Ooh, I like that. Do you think that's true or false?
1: I don't know if there's a specific number like 5 right, but the idea. But yeah, you are definitely who you're surrounding. Listen. How many how many successful people do you know that have a a core group of friends that are just all pieces of shit? It's very rare I feel like. It's true. <laughs> there's never just like one fucking, you know, shining star and the rest of the people are just garbage people. Yeah. Usually, you know, usually there's like a bad apple in the bunch, but we keep them around because we love that guy, you know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it happens.
0: And if you don't know who that guy is, then you are that guy.
1: <laughs> oh, shit! The truth comes out here on the Sunday sauce, baby. No, I mean, every, every friend group has like People, I don't know. That's that's a, that's a cool topic. I feel like it is rare though that you do meet like a group of five people and like everyone's just crushing it. But also, what is the definition of crushing it? I don't know. I think I've lost. I, I've
0: lost the definition of crushing it.
1: Listen, as long as I can get dessert a couple times a week. I'll be content
0: with that. I think it's a flawed fucking question. I think a lot of like this hypothetical like, oh, happiness, it's just inherently flawed and like you can't really just answer it by like motivational quotes and just like anecdotal evidence.
1: Also, happiness is not linear at all. Like, dude, I'll have like moments in my day where I'm fucked up, like sad, angry, fearful. just not feeling good. And it might be like a 15 minute segment of my day, but then I feel great afterwards. Yeah. You know, like, you can have, like, moments of funk. That's normal.
0: Moments of stank.
1: Moments of just odor sleuth, you know? That's a Pokemon move, Phil. You ever hear of odor, odor sleuth? Odor sleuth? I don't even know what it does, but it doesn't
0: sound very good. That sounds like a guy with a fetish for really smelly things. Oh, God. Think about odor it. Odor sleuth. Yeah, Ew, <laughs> it sounds like bad. a serial killer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Listen,
1: while you're out tonight, getting your drink on, I think, and you guys can comment down below if this actually did happen. I think me and k Dog tonight are going to do the new, uh, it's like the Wii Sports,
0: but for the Switch. Oh, I want to do that I too. Think we're
1: going to play some games tonight and, if uh, you're and looking get our
0: fitness on. For Nintendo content, I feel like Wii Sports is an untapped potential because there's so much hard. like meme potential in Wii Sports.
1: I'm excited. I think they have like
0: volleyball now. They have soccer.
1: That shit goes fucking dummy.
0: Dummy hard. It's what what okay. I mean, I think there's a clear answer here, but maybe not. What do you think was a bigger leap in technology? And get the bias out of your head that like one was first first. We or switch? It's definitely got to be the Wii, because it was first. I feel like Switch. <laughs> really?
1: I feel like Switch. Well, dude, think about it this way. Wii, in my opinion, revolutionized the, not just using a controller, but using a controller with the human body. You know, like the nunchuck and and the the bar that like you can go like this yep. and tap on things, right? The Switch, though, is an entirely different class of like, you can have your console come with you. Where it's not just like a DS or a PSP, it literally had console level gameplay wherever you are. It's kind of the and most genius thing. All you have to do thing. is dock it. It's amazing, dude. I'm shocked that Sony and Microsoft haven't done. I'm shocked type it took of Xbox so long for them to
0: do that. <laughs> like, well, the Wii U, the
1: Wii U, which a lot of people would say is like a failure. It was the you know the next iteration of the Wii the Wii U g- had that like tablet thing, but you needed to have the main console near it. Mm. It was like the baby step for the
0: Switch. It was the Charmeleon. The Wii U crawled so the fucking Switch could run. I feel like okay, here's here's a thing. Everyone will call the Wii U a failure, right? And this is, go- this is gonna get fucking it's not gonna get deep, but it's gonna get cool. Okay. Freshman year of college, I discovered the band Glass Animals, right? That's Mm-hmm. Six to seven years ago. And I don't want to like gatekeep or anything, but I loved Glass Animals back then. And I feel like a lot of people do gatekeep certain things, but only up until 2020, 2021, with the song that you know, and a lot of people know, and sometimes exactly, all I
1: think about is you. Bro, I was in the
0: bathroom the other night in the city and that was playing and it was like a remix. I'm like, they've they've been making like killer music for years, right? But so many people won't even listen to them or know that they existed, but they're being categorized as like pop now. Like I'm pretty sure one of their songs was like best, what what, what was it? Like, I don't wanna say it was like song of the year or best pop song of the year for, what was it? The Grammys? Mm-hmm. Like anyone who knows Glass Animals knows that they're not like pop, right? Mm-hmm.
1: but it was in that category yeah
0: and it, but it was it was I'm, what I'm talking about is like that time zone where like beautiful art exists and it could be like a failure and then like the result of that is their hit song or the Nintendo switch or it's becoming the new mainstream thing yeah
1: that the masses clinch into yeah but it's been well that dude that drives me crazy right because I say this all the fucking time. We have an amazing podcast, but no one knows we fucking exist. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like in the future, let's say five years down the road, we're a fucking top five podcast. All of the people, the 35,000 that have ride, ridden with us to this point can say, oh, I knew about them before they were mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Like, But that that's just like what makes things catch fire, like what makes things get into the spotlight. Cause you're right. Like Glass Animals have been around for a very long time, but, it, but why did that one song propel them to like new heights? But you if know? you were to
0: ask, uh, I guarantee, if you were to ask <clears throat> Wavy Davy, the lead singer of Glass Animals, what he would call his band, it would not be fucking pop. Or if you were to ask him what his favorite song was, it wouldn't be. What's the name of that song? Fucking uh, Heat Waves. Yeah, it would not be Heat Waves. Because <laughs> I mean, maybe there's, it was. There's would, no shot, dude. Every no shot? every musician I talk to, my brother in law included, their number one song, like. They fucking hate playing because it's that effect. It's like, oh, we want this fucking song. And it's just like, dude.
1: Well, that yeah, that that's like that weird thing, too, in content creation. Like, I mean, bro, look at you. Everybody wanted the well, fitness flop. Like, I don't want to fucking make this anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this shit. And that, that goes into it. Like, do you feed the machine that is the fucking thing that's working? Or do you fucking go with the passion? Uh, right? Because if... If, if a musician pops off for a certain sound and they completely pivot, sometimes it'll take them to an even bigger audience, but sometimes people are like, well, what the fuck was that? Like when Kanye did 808s and Heartbreaks, I'm pretty sure during that time period, everybody was like, what is this? It's so different. But then you look back on it now and you're like, that was one of his best albums. It was the most sonically like appealing. It just had all these great hums and synths and pianos and... Right. Sometimes it takes a while for people to appreciate what's happening right I now. I think
0: that Goldilocks zone, though, where like the transformation is actually like I don't want to say happening, but already happened. Does that make sense? Like the tip, the saying. tipping point already happened. In that, like I feel like the tipping point happened with with the Wii U. I didn't think. No, this gets like abstract, but I don't think it happened. Like, I didn't think they saw the sales of the Wii U and were like, oh, we have to reinvent and make the Switch. Like, I, I already think that, like, the Switch was being,
1: you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, the Wii U probably came out and their eventual, like, vision was the Switch. It just, the Wii U couldn't be the Switch. They didn't have the the right console for it right. yet. It and maybe
0: it's yet. just luck. Maybe it's just entropy, like, the right place, right time, right fucking moon cycle. I don't know, but...
1: Did you know that the iPad was actually being worked on before the iPhone? It's like a similar thing. They they had the multi touch being able to touch a touch screen multiple ways and interact with it first on like a big sheet of of screen. Right. And Steve Jobs was like, Can we make this smaller into a phone? So he put the iPad on the shelf for the time being, and they worked on producing the iPhone, which is funny because when the iPod touch came out. Or rather, yeah, when the iPod Touch came out, when the iPad came out, people were like, oh, this is just a big iPhone and a smaller iPhone without the phone. Yeah. But in reality, that product came first. It's
0: weird. It's pretty cool. It's weird. It's weird.
1: It's a weird world, Philion We're just living in it. Anything else you got for this episode, my guy?
0: Nah, dude. I'm chilling. I'm about we, to go we get weird. We
1: stride towards the end there. Get weird tonight. Have a good time. Pick up your fucking champion merch. If you have not already, we love you guys. And thank you for watching. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your
0: grandmother for me. <laughs>
1: Take care, brush We'll see you guys on Wednesday if you're a meatball. Peace.